Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. So, uh, so welcome everybody. Welcome to the New Man Podcast. So good to see you guys here, and uh, my name is Cynthia Sam, for those of you who don't know me. Um, the reason we host the New, Man, the New Man Podcast, the reason we do these Instagram Lives once a week is because we're on a mission to redefine manhood and to see every single man on planet Earth living in integrity and confidence. And I honestly, I mean, I've done all the work I've done here, like the New Man Podcast and uh, we have a program, Deep Clean, that helps men overcome porn addiction, and pretty much everything we've done has been from a place of passion, just wanting to help guys, knowing that guys struggle and that they need resources, and feeling like I have to make myself part of this solution so that guys are resources, pardon me, so that guys are resourced, and so that they can become everything that they were made to be. But I think as time goes on, I'm realizing that you know what we're doing here is going to become more and more relevant. Um, there's tons of stuff going on culturally. Uh, there's tons of stuff going on politically. Tons of stuff going on societally, economically. I mean, it doesn't matter where you look. There is a lot going on, and men need resources. Now, our focus is really on, I would, I would kind of say, like the personal development category. Uh, it seems a little bit funny to put porn addiction recovery in that category, but um, to be honest, porn addiction recovery is the wild, wild west. That's one of my, uh, one of my colleagues says, and I, I love that phraseology because it's so true. Uh, we're all guessing a little bit as we go and figuring this out, and nobody knows where to categorize this or kind of where it falls into place. And, and how to frame it. So um, everybody's kind of guessing and figuring it out as we go. But certainly what we do here airs on the personal development side. We really believe in uh, cultivating people's belief systems uh, and really helping them uh, remove any obstacles or anything that is causing them to have faulty beliefs. And we find that once those things are resolved, then issues like pornography and other sexual misbehavior starts to take care of itself. So that is the whole premise of what we do here. It's why the New Man Podcast exists. And I consider it a huge honor to have you listening in and to have you guys watching in on Instagram Live as well. So thanks for doing this. Uh, lots of fun and it's great to have you here. There is probably one subject that has come up more than anything else the last six weeks or so. And uh, for me in my coaching practice, and you know, with the podcast and when I speak, um, there's lots of different ways that I get to interact with my clients and interact with just people who are curious about the subject, either because they're struggling themselves or they're trying to help somebody who's struggling, or you know, maybe they, they are a coach themselves or they're kind of doing their own their own thing. And what we're finding is that um, as you go on, there's certain subjects that come up over and over again. And um, this one subject that we're gonna talk about today has been particularly prominent. And that is the subject of nightlife. Just how do you deal with the night? Uh, because a lot of our clients, especially, but I'm going to guess probably uh, a majority of our listeners as well, and just people who are struggling, a majority of them struggle at night. And so typically you have a guy who, you know, he's up early in the morning, he, he goes to work, uh, you know, he does his routine or whatever, and then he goes to work, works his job, comes home has dinner, maybe works some more, has an extracurricular. If you have kids, you're probably running your kids around. Um, maybe they spend time with the wife, whatever it might be. You kind of have a full day. And then it's as you go to bed 
that suddenly the onslaught of urges and temptations and emotions and everything else comes. And um, a lot of guys don't know what to do, you know, because it feels kind of debilitating. Like you're lying in your bed and boom, like there it is. What are you supposed to do with that? Or you're getting ready for bed and you can kind of feel your thoughts veering off a little bit. Um, or maybe you, you know, everything went perfect. Like you had a great little bedtime routine and you got into bed and you're like feeling really tired and then you just cannot fall asleep. And so your mind starts to race and starts to wander. And before you know it, um, you are scrolling on Instagram, the gateway drug for a lot of guys. And before you know it, it kind of leads to pornography and masturbating and whatever else. So these kinds of things, like these kinds of patterns are very common. That's like not a typical, um, or sorry, it's not a specific client of mine, but it's kind of a summation of um, a bunch of stories that we hear over the years. And what it really boils down to is uh, a slips in the night, you know, and the night is kind of a lonely place. Um, there's not as, as many people around you, even if you live in a household with 10 people under its roof at nighttime, it's kind of a bit more private, you're a little more secluded, and of course it's going to give rise uh, to more risky behavior if you have some of those root issues that are at play underneath the surface in your heart. And that's of course why we have Deep Clean to help guys resolve those issues. But there are some practical things that you can do in the night. Now I'm going to put a link back to the other show notes um, just so that you can, if you'd like, you, you can get a chance to listen to some of our previous episodes on the subject. Cause we honestly, we talk about it quite a bit. Um, and that's just because, uh, the subject is super important to us. And we really believe that, uh, if guys can win in the night, they can win in the day as well. And, and that's really what it's about. But, um, I, I wanted to kind of just come at it from a different angle today. So in the past, we've talked about some really practical things like, uh, sleep with your phone in a different room. Okay, so charge your phone elsewhere, keep it out of the room, and uh, buy an alarm clock. You can buy one on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Just get an old-fashioned alarm clock. Let that be the thing that wakes you up in the morning. Keep your phone out of reach. And I would say uh, the longer you can resist getting on your phone when you wake up, the better. So it should be at least an hour. For me, I wake up at 5.45, and I don't look at my phone until 8.30. So I'm up for almost three hours before I actually take a look at my phone. Um, just does incredible things for your mind, makes you very productive in those first two and a half, three hours of the day. And um, yeah, it just really goes a long way. So I highly, highly recommend that. The other thing that we've talked about quite a bit is having a nighttime routine. And the nighttime routine is really important for uh, your brain circuitry. So what it does is it basically forms neural associations with sleep. And when your brain starts to identify clues that we're going into sleep mode, it makes you more likely to fall asleep and less likely to be up, have your thoughts racing as a result. So that's kind of why we recommend having a nighttime routine. It goes a long way. It just clears the mind. It helps you stay focused. And the more consistent you are, uh, the more likely you are to form those good sleeping habits and sleeping patterns. So those two things are probably uh, the biggest pieces of advice we give in this arena. But I wanted to talk about um, kind of the, the physiological side of it today. Um, because one of the, um, one of the situations that has come up lately in our practice is we're, we're hearing about people who are just used to, um, just, I don't know, high activity at night, like either they're artists and so they're used to creating at night. Um, you know, cause that's very typical of, of highly creative people. They're night hawks, they stay up late. And so what are you supposed to do then? Like, do you go to bed early, uh, but then like 
completely lose your best creative times? What's the best way to really handle it? So that's kind of what we're um, what we're talking a little bit about today. I think other people, um, you know, it's just like you have gone into the habit of um, of whatever it might be, um, some sort of reward at night. So that's that's often what I'll hear guys saying is like. Porn for me is the reward. It's the thing I look forward to at night. And to be honest, that was me. Like when I was in university, I worked long days. I got up early. I would study, go to school, uh, finish my classes, and then I'd work in a lab or I'd stay and I'd, you know, work on my papers or study for midterms or whatever it was. And then I would come home and porn was kind of my reward for the work that I did. And so what a lot of people end up doing is they condition themselves to experience some sort of reward at night. Now, um, if you are struggling with porn at night or any kind of um, you know lustful thinking, um, urges, temptations, whatever it might be, uh, this is where uh, these nighttime strategies are really going to go a long way. But one of the things to understand is that because you are in that habit and that pattern of viewing this kind of content at night that is very stimulating, highly arousing, um, and sort of triggers this series of chemical and physiological responses in your body... If you quit cold turkey, you will have to confront the conditioning. Okay, conditioning is created by uh, repeated activities over time. It's, it's pattern formation. And your brain creates these patterns by default. It, it is just naturally conditioned. So it's our responsibility to understand that element of our brain and then use it to our advantage so it is conditioned in ways that actually serve us and don't hurt us. So when you are watching porn on a regular basis at night, you are conditioning your brain to get those dopamine hits to, to experience high arousal and high stimulation at night, which means that when you start to reduce porn consumption, when you start to make steps towards freedom, your brain conditioning doesn't go away. And so you're going to find, like uh, we, we did have a, a recent experience with somebody who um, you know, that was their pattern, basically. They're watching at night, and then they start to get, like, huge amounts of freedom. Like, I'm talking about, like, unbelievable amounts of breakthrough. Uh, you barely recognize the guy. He's changed so much. It's really incredible. Like, really cool to see. But what he's observing is that he's no longer slipping at night. It's been a very long time for him now. But what he's finding is that his thoughts are still going there. So he's still getting some of the, the, the swells of urge and temptation and everything else that comes with it. So this is, in some ways, it's just the remnants of his conditioning. And he was kind of freaking out like, oh my gosh, like I thought I made all this progress, but I'm still having these thoughts. And if you commit, uh, or if you look at a woman lustfully, you commit adultery in your heart. If you have these thoughts or these fantasies, I've, I'm still committing adultery in my heart. Like I'm not free, I'm not free. You know, it's just kind of this, um, this mental struggle uh, and what I reminded him is that actually this is the first layer of recovery. He's he's eliminated the behavior. Uh, we're tackling some of those really deep-seated issues. But the, the second layer that's surfacing now is his conditioning. And that's what he's up against. And that's what he has to rewire. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because I think for some of you guys... Um, it, you might have a nighttime routine and you might be charging your phone outside of your room and you still might find that your thoughts are racing at night and you're, you're going to those places when you're sort of alone, uh, getting ready for bed or maybe you're stuck uh, awake because you just can't fall asleep. So what I wanted to talk about tonight is just, or today rather, is just a little bit about conditioning your brain around the nighttime. So the first thing to understand is that you are dealing with conditioning. It's not that you are fundamentally flawed. It's not that you have some horrible 
issue with yourself. It is simply that you have conditioned yourself a certain way. Like we're talking about years. I mean, for a lot of our clients, it's decades of porn consumption at certain times of the day or in certain situations. It's like every time that they experience a certain level of stress, they go to porn. So when you do that over and over again, you're conditioning your brain. So when you remove porn or you start to reduce your engagement in that activity, your conditioning is still there and your brain will start to look for alternative methods to satisfy the same craving that it's accustomed to getting met. So this is where you have to pay really close attention to your conditioning, understand what you're dealing with and what you're up against, and then find new ways. So one of the things that I really encourage people to do is like, okay, let's say you're, you're going to bed at night and your thoughts start to drift. Okay, your thoughts start to go there. One of the best things you can do is simply acknowledge them. Don't suppress them. Don't stuff them down. Uh, don't, don't try to just think about something else. Just acknowledge it. Because anybody who can look at their temptation in the face and continue on with their doing has the control. Like if, if you want the power in the situation, stare your temptress in the face and hold your ground. That is going to be the sign that you are still in control. As soon as you go into these panic places of suppression and deflection and you know trying to think about other stuff, it immediately reveals how powerless you really are. So number one is just don't panic. They're just thoughts and it's just your brain's conditioning. Just take a deep breath, acknowledge it for what they are. Number two, anytime conditioning becomes, um, it, or anytime it, it rises to our conscious, it is malleable. It becomes malleable. It, you, have a, you have the opportunity to change it. So it might be just as simple as asking yourself, what, what do I need that differently? What do I need to do differently? But the basic goal here is pattern disruption. We wanna disrupt those patterns. So one thing I often encourage my guys to do is I say, look, when you're in bed, okay, and your thoughts are racing, and you can kind of see where things are going, and you know that you need to stop, get out of your bed. It's going to be the last thing you want to do. You're in your comfy bed, you're under the blankets, you're ready to sleep. The last thing you want to do is get out. Trust me, it's worth the sacrifice. Get out of your bed. Just disrupt the pattern. Get out of your bed. Start walking around. Pace around the house if you have to. Get some of that energy out. But, but interrupt the pattern. Pattern disruption goes a really long way to interrupting those pre-existing patterns that you probably formed for years on end. And what it does is it gives you a new opportunity to engage with something else that's going to help your brain relax. So if we kind of piece this together, number one is you're identifying or acknowledging the thoughts in a non-threatening way. We're not panicking. We're not rushing to a solution. We're just seeing it for what it's worth and saying, okay, those thoughts are there. That's, that's a thing that's happening. Number two, we're going to disrupt the pattern. So we're not just going to try to think better thoughts or different thoughts because that is engaging with the same pattern. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do something radical that's going to disrupt the pattern altogether. So we're going to get out of our bed. We're going to go for a walk. Uh, we're going to do whatever it takes. Remember, these are small sacrifices that you only have to make for a season until you're in a place of freedom. And then you can go back and you won't have to get out of bed late at night. And I promise it'll be way better. Just small sacrifices that you have to make right now. And then the third thing you want to do is you want to instill a new habit, something new to replace the previous conditioning. Because once you disrupt it, your brain becomes primed for a, a replacement, an alternative. So for me, the, my biggest recommendation is reading. Some people hate reading, some people love it, but reading is one of the best ways to just relax your brain, 
and to focus on something um, in, a, in a very all-consuming way. So it really engages your thoughts. And when you read late at night, you're going to find that like those first five to seven minutes that you read, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm wide awake. I might be reading forever. And then probably once you hit about 10 to 15 minutes, all of a sudden it's going to hit you and you're going to be wiped. Unless what you're reading is like super, super enthralling. But generally speaking, that's usually how it goes. Now, it doesn't have to be reading, but it has to be something that is going to allow you to focus your mind and, and relax yourself and eventually get yourself into a sleepy state. So that is uh, everything for today. It's short and sweet, uh, but I want to really encourage you to think about your physiology. Think about um, the conditioning of your brain. And as you pay attention to some of these things and you learn to disrupt your patterns and form new ones, I'm telling you guys, this stuff really works. It goes a very very long way. So um, I'm encouraging you in this. We'll put our little three-step process here in the show notes. And look, if you're struggling with porn um, and you don't know how to get how to get help, you know you you don't know who to talk to about it. Uh, you're you're worried that you're gonna maybe lose your job. You're gonna lose your marriage. Uh, you're gonna lose your overall sense of well-being if people find out. Uh, look, we've created a confidential and a private way for you to get help uh, and for you to really uh, reach out to somebody and talk in a safe confidential environment. So you can go to our website, sathiasam.com. You can book a free strategy session there. And we'd love to hear your story and just hear about how we can help. And if maybe uh, you're not quite there yet, but you do want to get your hands on some resources beyond this podcast, which I highly recommend you subscribe to so that you can get this content regularly, um, go to ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Download the ultimate guide to porn recovery. Those are my five best practices for how you can get free of porn today. And that's at ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I love these Insta Lives too. It's fun uh, seeing you guys check in and uh, we're going to keep doing this. I I think as long as we can, we'll keep going here. Uh, So please, you can join us next week, Thursdays at 1230. I look forward to seeing you then. Have an awesome week, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.